0: Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Prince. Here's Gorlami. The watchers, the watchers. Watch.
1: Oh. The hmm. watchers. The watchers. watchers. The watchers, You are a child thing. You are a
2: sad, strange little man. Watches watchers, the watchers. Happy New Year! Woo! woo. Just in a few more days, Jeez, welcome back basically. to
3: Who Watches the Watchers? Can you believe the world's going to be 23 years old? My Two, name is Ian. Oh, this is Paul
0: Damien. And this is Kenny. And did be, I even... Did we do mind. that? Did we do that last week? Who knows? I don't think we did that last week. I think we just started talking. All oh, you fuckers know our
2: names. <laughs> the, the world's going to be 23 years old plus a 2,000. God, that's crazy. Oh, dude, how much is that? Uh, I don't know. I can't do math right now. Oh.
0: Um, this week we're talking about Dr. Sleeve. Yeah, and I had no... Whoa. <laughs> oh, no. I had no idea, but we today we actually had to go...
1: Back to the hotel.
0: Oh. Did you guys know that? Holy shit. I did not expect us to to go back to the hotel at all. We went.
1: Back to the
3: hotel. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, we
2: did. Paul Damien brought his arm button this time. Jeez. Fuck yeah, dude.
3: Damn. I With, love this song. <laughs> this is a good song. Dude, I love when it happens to Dr. Sleep when we finally. Back to the hotel. <laughs> crazy oh um, you're right i didn't expect it the first time i saw this movie but oh, there's even know? a
0: part where there's a character in the film and danny basically basically
2: through telegraphing through the shine. yeah she's like <laughs> 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 yeah, we go back to the Overlook in this movie. Holy shit, dude! Holy shit! Yeah, no, I was
0: really surprised with that. I, I didn't. I, I wanted that, but at the same time, I was like, I don't know if I care for it. But I, yeah, I like. I really enjoyed this film. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm just, I just want to get into it, dude. So, yeah. okay,
2: so Paul Damien, a couple weeks ago, was your first time watching The Shining.
0: Yes, you loved the like, movie. Full, yeah, full watching The Shining, and you yes. loved it, right? Yes, very yes. much so.
2: Um And now we're ending Miss with Dr. Sleep, mm-hmm. the sequel to The Shining that on paper, most people would probably say, no, nah, we don't need that. You know what I mean? We don't even yeah. want that. Like, who yeah. asked for that? Well, I mean, yeah. I just
0: think, like, it, it's a great way, though, to full circle. Yeah. You know, we started with the hotel and then we go...
1: <laughs> I love
0: I love how much audio I got yeah. after that because it just makes it like kind of awkward yeah. <laughs> It um uh, yeah so this, this movie. movie
1: um <laughs> this
2: one 2019 2019 directed right? by Flanagan M- Michael Flanagan My um Flanagan. who also wrote it mm-hmm. he obviously has a love for Stefan King mm-hmm. first
3: show and all of his unique flavors in the horror variety i think we discovered you know a couple weeks ago that he is doing a television uh, show. show for the dark tower yeah oh really mm-hmm. yes that's pretty cool so it's yeah. very exciting
2: and so with this man at the
3: helm that could be fucking Nito spaghetti big old confidence yeah because of this movie though like yes hi- highly this movie blew me away yeah the first time i saw mm-hmm. it because exactly what you kind of start off with even hearing, like, oh, sequel to The Shining, it's kind of like, who who needs that? Even the yeah. idea, I mean, Danny being an adult is cool no matter, the, you know, in theory. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's such an easy thing to just completely squander or squash, yeah. you know. And we've seen other projects like The Dark Tower that kind of... I don't know, for me, make the shining or the shine seem kind of like silly or like less than. Right. And this movie had all the worry of doing exactly that, but I feel like it does the exact opposite. Yeah. I feel like just like how Stanley Kubrick managed to make the shining feel like this like untouchable ethereal thing, this movie does such a good job of just making it feel, I don't know, such like an integral part of the world that is Stephen King. Like Metaclorians. Absolutely. Yeah. And you <laughs> actually like fucking
0: metachlorians. They're king of chlorians. <laughs> you actually find out that just like um just like the the people, the vampires yes. essentially in this yeah. the world seems to be running out of the shine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or at least there's a, seems to be less shine.
3: We don't believe in Santa Claus anymore. We're yeah. not shining. We're
2: not shining. You you can't put that that faith back into the shine. Mm. But but for the most part they
0: call it steam. Yeah. In this
2: so, this, this goes to what we were saying a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It would make sense for each little sect of people who do shine or who have these powers to not know what to call it. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, universal term for mm-hmm. it. Exactly. And so, the, in this movie, there's a, a group of shine vampires who transform their bodies to then steal away other people's shine. Mm-hmm. And they call it the steam
3: because mm-hmm. when they're in this form... They see it as steam. Like pushing it out of them. It It's like, yeah, you know, inside it's a shine, right. but outside it steams the chains. They f- yeah. feed the vampires,
0: you know? <laughs> but, um, I mean, uh, Danny even sees a steam at one point. Yeah. With just somebody just dying. So, mm-hmm. I think that's what the shine, that's like, I guess. In their its essence, own physical form. Their, their yeah. soul leaving their body. Yeah. You know? So, the
2: shine could be a spirit, a spiritual thing. Yes. And we, much like the Overlook Hotel has ghosts. Mm. it it's all like a spiritual thing maybe our shine is just how connected we are to a spiritual power mm-hmm. to the can, turtle yeah to the turtle <laughs> from, exactly from it all no goes back to the fucking <laughs> turtle
3: and so but that is something i was going to kind of bring up that i thought was a very interesting parallel in my opinion is that we see the true knot, which is our vampiric group that's what right. they refer to themselves as is the true knot. um but they exactly they when they feed on the shine on this steam, they very much make an implication that fear and pain purify it, make it better, make it more yeah. tasteful.
2: Mm-hmm. It's a uh, Monsters Incorporated rules. Exactly. And
3: <laughs> also, like, it
0: has to be kids. And Same it has thing. to be kids. Yeah.
3: And so, Pennywise, very similarly, or it doesn't have to, but it feeds on better. fear. He describes, yeah. like, this mm-hmm. delicious, tasty fear. Does he eat shine? Is does he's, he, he does he's eating the, shine. He's yeah. attracted to shining children. Because I would argue the whole Losers Club is definitely like one of those groups like Dreamcatcher that have a universal Dude. shine to them. So, you know, like they're like Shazam. They need their group together, but then they mm-hmm. do
0: truly shine. And and Derry probably being uh, one of those places. It's on a shine axis. That, yeah, that shines. <laughs> the book. It probably yeah. gave them powers because they were living there. Mm-hmm. So the book know? explains the history of Derry as being
2: hellish yeah mm-hmm. where all kinds of
0: tragedies have happened
2: like an
3: entire right. dairy disappeared at one point You in know, yeah. <laughs> the entire village
2: and then also the way all of the ancillary characters act in dairy upon these missing children mm-hmm. half of them are like sorrowful but the other half are like ah, I don't give a shit yeah, like and they're, they're somehow ignorant to it yeah, yeah. they're like blinded mm-hmm. and so it's like these kids the losers club are the only they found each other because they they're the only ones shine. can see through it yeah. yes So, uh, this book, I mean, this movie does a lot to kind of reiterate a lot of these ideas, but only in a referential way. Mm -hmm. Because, like, the opening is Rose the Hat, who is the leader of the True Knot, not taunting, but Mm -hmm. coaxing a girl to her, much in the way Pennywise would do. Right. And it felt like a Pennywise kind of like, no, look at me. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. And they eat her. The true not eat her. Cause yeah, she, she like
3: grips her so tightly. She's bleeding in that final and then moment. They, and like, they oh.
0: store her essence. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. In a canister.
2: Yeah. Whenever they're, they're done feeding for a minute, they're able to breathe the shine back out into,
0: um, canisters. Monsters uh, ink Rolls. Uh, <laughs> Monsters ink <laughs> <laughs> Rolls. Yeah. They basically, um, <laughs> which is, it's kind of crazy the way it works though, because like, She's got to, like, smoke it up. Yeah. And then she's like,
3: hey, yo, let me let me shotgun
0: into <laughs> yeah. you, bro. And then she shotguns. She's like, one in the tank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she's like, we're just going to save this smoke for later, okay? I don't want to waste this blood.
3: <laughs> Great job. But yeah, she really comes in like, I'm a demon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Very much so. Um, no, oh, so the True Knot as antagonists mm-hmm. throughout this movie,
3: pretty fucking cool. Kiss an asshole and it explodes
0: man. Yeah,
2: interesting. Yeah, it's it's cool because they look like a bunch of just normal ass people.
3: It's a really cool take on vampirism in yeah. that way that it's you know they're they're obviously day walkers. They can just mm-hmm. kind of be out and about. They still eat regular food and stuff. It's just they've now created this way of living that that's their way to be essentially essentially immortal. You know, right? Yeah. Even though they do age slightly over time, you know, yes. she explains it when they turn. Uh, uh, was their name Andy I think it's Andy, Andy. Yeah, she okay. said it's
0: like in a hundred years maybe, maybe you'll be 17 yeah, maybe two years older than you are no. now wow. so, so every 50 is a one because even
3: when she talks to Grandpa Flick yeah. in his dying moments she talks to him like he was there in Roman another, times and shit. Another exactly. Pixar reference because Flick oh. is the main character
2: from A Bug's Life. True. Oh. They're he, all Pixar monsters.
3: He's been around so long he was an ant. He's evolved <laughs> no. into humanity. Exactly. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> anyway, no, yeah.
2: Yeah, they, whenever Flick it's is like, passing away. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, she mentions that, yeah, he was like a king and he's seen, you know, civilizations
0: fall. He's Nosferatu.
3: She, yeah. How she describes him honestly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I mean, wrote I horror thought, movies. About I him. thought
0: he was like Count Dracula or something mm-hmm. like Vlad.
3: Yeah, it's it's cool. It's, I did not get that from the character, unfortunately. No. I mean, no. just no like kind of his... tall old man, just like oh, yeah, I'm good. I got a gray beard.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, yeah,
2: they're very interesting, cool bad guys because uh, they seem to be just like normal people, but they're they're fiending for mm-hmm. the shine. Mm-hmm. They're and, like crackheads. Yeah, they they're like crackheads, but Highly functioning crackheads. <laughs> 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 Truly. Yeah, exactly.
3: And then we see that this is actually happening basically very shortly after the events of The Shining of the Overlook Hotel oh, right. with Violet, yes, you know, Violet that they're actually out hunting back in the 80s, you know, mm-hmm. in this exact, they've already got their Monsters in so jars, you, think, you know.
0: Do you think that's why they don't ever notice Danny? Or do you think they never noticed Danny because the Overlook Hotel was like shielding him from the outside world, because it wanted and him itself. Yes, I, and then he never used his powers essentially, or well, too much after that.
2: That's a good question, because oh, yeah,
0: we we get into what, how, and why he suppresses his
2: powers later. Because <laughs> she talks about him like, later on when she meets him. She's like, "Whoa, what the fuck? Like how yeah. the like, fuck did we miss you?" Yeah. I have, I have a, I have a feeling that Danny was out of her caliber when she was feeding on Violet. Yeah, okay. like he was already so much more powerful than her. Yeah. At that time. and if It's like he, looking at the sun or something. Yeah. And
3: that shine's too big. <laughs> yeah.
2: And if he had ever suppressed it, it was only... To like then have her eventually catch up to Danny's power. That's how I see it in my head. Ken. Yeah. You by the time I mean? she got strong
3: right. enough to ever sense him, he had already muddled his fucking shine down right. through alcohol and sexual intercourse and you know, all the things. That
0: <laughs> yeah. We see him doing. <laughs> which early I mean, on as later on, she was like, "Oh yeah, tastes like whiskey." Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but we get a lot of time skips in this yeah. movie, which is the one thing I was getting thought was very interesting because exactly we see the Violet interaction at the start. We get mm. Danny in and uh what is her name wendy wendy yes. in florida and then we've jumped pretty aggressively ahead to the now what is he's 40 years old so but i think it's meant to be like 2011. I oh, guess. Yes, there, there's, then we get there's those... two times. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so I'm assuming it's 2000. Yeah, like 11 is when we get the jump yes. to him it's being exactly a shitty adult. The yeah, AD? the, it says
0: 2011 at one point. Yeah, it says 2011. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> like 2011. It's, it's like 2011. the year it's we graduated or something. It's, it's 2019
2: yeah. when this movie comes out. Exactly. Yeah. So, anyway, going back to so 2011. So, Oh, yeah.
3: We're just leaving high school. You know, I'm smoking pot for the first time. It's exciting.
2: You're finding your shine. You're finding my shine.
3: What? Huh? Huh? What? Yeah. We graduated in 2011.
2: You yeah. graduated in 2013. You're a little boy. Yeah, but low I boy. think
0: I think I was no. I, yeah, I, th- I think I was smoking pot for the first time 2011 as well. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> so you're finding your shine too. We're finding yeah. our shine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we get Danny and just getting in some bar fights. He's yes, just yeah. He's just hitting guys with fucking cue balls. Cue balls. Well, yeah. hold on,
2: hold on. Before we even get there. It, all the all the um, Dick Halloran stuff uh-huh. and Danny learning to talk again after Dick Halloran gives him the box. Oh, yeah. Idea. Put him in the box. Yes. Yeah. Put the ghosts in the That's box. That's true. That's important. It's ghost, Ghostbuster rules. True. Um, yeah, put him in the box. <laughs> in the brain, There's a though. lot of rules in this movie. <laughs> How did you guys feel about this? Especially if you can remember on your first time watching it. And this is your first time watching mm-hmm. it, Paul Damien. Was all of this kind of like meandering or was it? kind of like, how did it feel watching it? Where, were you like, do we really need to pick up
3: all including these obviously castings of the original characters meant to look yeah. like themselves from their roles in the Stanley Kubrick films. Was this kind is... of a bummer for anyone? No, I mean I th- I think I everyone... thought the recasting was fine. Exactly, I think everyone plays their roles really well. There's scenes where the mom playing Wendy's kind of a little off, but then other parts like where she I disagree. Ru- when she well, when she runs up to yeah. Danny when he's been missing because he's talking to Hollerin, yeah. and she's like, "Danny, oh my yeah. god!" I was like, "Oh shit, that's fucking Shelley Duvall right yeah, there!" Yeah. Like that was incredible, you know. So there's definitely she really hits it in the marks, but I really like even the young. Retake on Danny. See that uh, one fell a little, for, little flatter for not you. Not flat for me. It felt that's a hard. That's a hard thing to get. You know. Well, so Danny in The Shining. Maybe okay.
2: Here's another thing. Mike Halloran was cast with doing a very difficult thing, which is not only making an adaptation of the book. Yeah. Which follows True. a completely different ending from he has to satisfy two book. different audiences. Yes. Yeah. He has to make both a sequel to the book and a sequel to the movie in a movie. And so that's kind of difficult and why these were necessary right and so i don't know if danny in the book was maybe a little bit more intelligent Mm -hmm. but this danny in this movie at that age
0: has a lot of issues
2: well not only that he has a lot of issues for sure (laughs) you
3: know weird bowl cut yeah all right will buyers
0: over here
2: (laughs) why do you think will has the haircut (laughs) um anyway he is suddenly speaking on adult level sentences, and he's saying words back to Halloran
3: like, "You told me this shit wasn't gonna happen." You know, it's like so true. He's talking. At we go different... from mute Danny to all of a sudden like six year old like, "Oh, what are you doing, man? Like, yeah. what happened?" <laughs> yeah, like I, I trusted you. You know, like, like it's a very adult kind from of conversation. Mrs. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. And so that, because we see him several times as a young Danny lad, a young lad, the mad lad. Yeah, um, and he's like. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, how long did he not talk? That's that's a good question. Probably only a couple, a couple months. months yeah. But I'm talking about from the shining, from that Danny
3: to right. this Danny. All the ghosts just made him smart. Yeah.
0: He yeah. got that
3: ghost goods. I
0: think I think it's something that was necessary for the film. Yes. You know, like they it unfortunately I I, I understand what you're saying, it doesn't it, correlate properly but it's something that they had to do because um setup yeah because of setup and i think kids are kind of just different now you know so i feel like that's kind of true you know they would be more intelligent around that age than i would say back then that's fair
3: Um, but i do agree that it is also kind of a backwards chain of events where it's like mm -hmm. he already he speaks at basically a five-year-old level in the original movie, but then goes through something so traumatic that he gets repressed from speaking. But then when he comes back to speaking, it's like on a much more advanced level.
2: It's almost That's like kind of trauma like... caused him to grow up faster, maybe. But it just
0: took like a cocooning for a minute, <laughs> where he had to like be quiet <laughs> well, to like get the good words. Maybe it's he, he... all the ghosts talking to him. Yeah. Well, he's not he's like, talking to a demon.
2: He's not talking to Wendy. Yeah, but he is talking to Dick Hellerin, who is Force Ghost Obi Wan so jedi rules yeah <laughs> jedi rules <is> true <laughs> um and i thought that that was cool especially because he gives them the the heads up on how to capture
3: bathtub lady yeah right. which I, I i think that's a great a great rule or a way for them to use that you know power and in my opinion as soon as i saw it I was like this is coming this is coming back later this is going to be relevant Later on down the line, you don't put a bunch of things in boxes and then just call it a day. You yeah, know?
2: that's called Irish guilt. Yeah, <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> uh, shove them down deep.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, how did you feel about both of you guys? How did you guys feel about bathtub lady? Oh, she she looks as good as ever. She looks yeah, as good she's
3: as good she did beautiful. back in the 80s. Yeah,
0: I think it looks she's even like, better. Where's
1: my son?
3: She's oh, the, like Danny has a son. She just wants to give her boy a hug for uh, in the original
2: The Shining. He, she only plays so much of a role, yeah. a very smaller role. How For did you guys feel about her showing up so much in this movie?
3: Being basically the primary, like...
2: Well, she's yeah. also... I guess she's like the face of the Overlook. Yeah, Exactly. Right?
3: How did you guys feel about that? I feel like that's how it kind of is meant to be interpreted in the other movies, that her and then what is the bartender's name? Uh, Lloyd. Lloyd are essentially the two faces of the Overlook. It's On top of that. like The two different temptations to Jack Torrance in that time. you mm-hmm. know? And, oh,
0: and like room 237. True. Right. Specifically, that's where she was. You know, and it's one of the most haunted rooms in the Overlook Hotel. Damn. What if Dick Halloran used room 237 as his box,
3: and
2: that's where most of the ghosts...
3: he That's where he was storing them away. Yeah,
2: and it wasn't until Danny opened the door and accepted their shine out into the rest of the hotel that it really started taking effect. That's kind of a neat idea. Definitely. Anyway, yeah, we go to modern day.
3: Danny's getting in bar just, he's, just, he's just being a goober. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just... Just sleeping with women, stealing their money, yeah, They're giving babies Cheez-Its. I'm like, that baby's too young for those cheeses.
0: <laughs> Damn it. Um, that that whole section is mm-hmm. fucked up. Yeah. Oh, dude, that made me so sad. Yeah, because when he was leaving the the woman and the baby, I was like, I was just she... gonna say it. This guy fucks. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I was just like she's she might be dead, like honestly, yeah, he should probably go Back to the hotel. <laughs> check on her yeah, and check on her, <laughs> yeah, she never left the hotel, <laughs> and then it made me really what made me even more sad, uh-huh, is the fact that she goes to see him after she dies, yeah, and she's Where like, my son? she's like, <laughs> they haven't found us yet. Yeah. And so obviously he doesn't do anything about that. No. So more than likely, if you follow the plot line of the story, more than likely he locks him in a box in his head. Oh fuck. That's true. Because so? he just are boxes ghosts. them up, yeah. He's just like, okay, you wanna get in a box?
2: <laughs> so Think about the, that. Do the ghosts are they Are they? Ghosts, because they shined in life,
0: or are they go, or are, are they I th- I connected
2: think to the shine now that they are dead and spirits?
0: I think um, the it's the Overlook Hotel acted as a canister. Oh, think about how the know. canisters stored the essence, and mm. then Dick said that like they'll <laughs> store you away, put you away uh, until you're all used up. Yeah, you know, because he's a dick, he knows all about that. <laughs> he knows I'm that. Yeah. Good <laughs> uh, so I think. The Overlook Hotel acted as a canister, and then once Danny essentially defeated it and left, they were able to go with him, and he so, became the canister but to then hold them.
2: So they don't—they don't really say, but the whole events of The Shining uh-huh. basically caused the Overlook to close down. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, they, they kind oh, of yeah. say they two say men it attempt shows it one does rot. murder his family and the other one tries to it's kind of like yeah maybe we should shut this place down <laughs> yeah.
0: he says they they let it sh- they shut it down to rot yeah,
3: yeah. um that's cool I like that mm. I think um, it's kind of uh, sixth sense rules too in the regard of like the mother and that baby right. you know it's like if you're like a a, a spirit that still has something unfulfilled in life or is like, you know, That's died call. in that kind of way. So Maybe th- you can still come through.
2: That doesn't mm-hmm. mean that she shined when she was alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, I think it's right. just That's because what she's th- like an
3: angry spirit, yeah. you know.
2: That's what I was trying to find out what you guys thought or what your take on it was because yeah, like if the old lady could definitely have been a Shiner mm-hmm. in, in her life.
0: <laughs> given I'll her give a her a Shiner. <laughs> God yeah, dang it. You yeah. guys made this joke uh, in the last
1: one. You're <laughs> 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 um, giving oh, right.
0: What's it called? It's a good joke. <laughs> uh, I can't even remember what I was going to say. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, uh, that's what I was wondering. If you guys thought in order oh, to be a, li- or a ghost in the afterlife, you have to have had Shined in the previous
0: life. No, I really don't think so. But I think the ghosts in the Overlook Hotel mm-hmm. did shine in their lives.
2: Yeah, I have. I
0: I want to believe that because I want to believe what was happening was the Overlook was somehow like drawing boring. these people in, mm-hmm. and then taking like like I said, it becomes its own canister and it like, feeds off of them over time, like a Venus flytrap. Exactly, and
3: obviously, a lot of those spirits have been there. Forever, or yeah. for as long as the Overlook has been there. Yeah. Exactly. For a hundred years. For a fucking hundred fucking years. Jeez. Uh, cool. I yeah. love it. So, I really do. Abra. Yes, we're
2: introduced to a new character.
3: <laughs> and here comes Abra, and she's I, little. Yeah. Surprisingly,
2: get... she doesn't have a Cadabra. <laughs> There's three focal setups right. that we got to get mm-hmm. through here.
3: And I love it. And it's done so well. I feel like the juggle act of having these three main groups to keep up with is done incredibly well. Yes, Even when one of so. them does eventually come together. Yeah. There is a, quite a while we have three different you know areas to have to follow along with. I yes. didn't
0: expect her to become so much of a badass. I know. <laughs> I
2: know. She's Honestly. like
3: she's like, uh, if
2: Danny didn't immediately get traumatized when he was very young exactly. and then didn't try to repress the shining after the fact.
3: See, my question is like, how did they not find Abra when she was five years old and making spoons stick to the fucking ceiling I have to and believe shit? It's, you know? it's the same shit. She was out of their calendar. They just happened to be in New mm-hmm. York when she was in California or wherever the fuck they're Well that's to be. she's in Florida? They, but they, they, that's right?
0: another thing. Okay, there's a moment where um what what's the which which girls? Rose, the Rose. yeah, there's a moment where she says that, um, she that Abra was looking in on them mm-hmm. from like the east coast, and he's like from 1500 miles away, and they're surprised by that. So, if they are far enough, they wouldn't be able to censor because yeah. that's ridiculous, that's to them. true, you know, yeah,
2: that's so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Abra's introduced, and she's not, um. Here's another aspect about this movie that I really adore is that there's two conflicting sides and they're evenly at odds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It always
3: feels like you never know who has the upper hand. And we're given i mean in my opinion very good emotional handles on both like yeah. as much as they the true, true knot not. is still painted as the villains of the whole movie you still get like their integral relationships and emotions with each other so when we do get some of their demise it's still you still feel it you know what yeah. i mean you feel rose's pain that she is losing these people that she's obviously had de- centuries of kinship with potentially yeah. you know that's i think true. that's great if all we, you know i love anything that can paint of both sides. It goes back to our Gundam episode, you know. Mm, definitely. Yeah. It's in the future. Cut that, cut that, cut that. <laughs> <laughs> Gundam will be coming out soon. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe next week. <laughs> that happens. It does come out next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Gundam episode Whoa, Whoa. explosive.
2: Uh, uh Mother Trucker. Um, Mother Trucker. <laughs> uh, let's take a very quick break and then when we come back, we'll finish talking about Doctor Sleep.
1: Okay. Um,
0: Gourlami Can't go to commercial Here's Gourlami Can't go to
2: commercial
1: <laughs> Back
3: to the hotel Please clap <laughs> <laughs> No emo sounds
1: Back to the hotel Well that hit the spot <laughs> <laughs>
2: Turn off the
1: Arnold Schwarzenegger one. <laughs> oh, oh, oh,
2: oh, oh. What also chaps my ass, Teddy? Hey guys, we're back. <laughs> Meet me at the hotel. Yeah, um, we're gonna talk about Doctor Sleep at Dr. the hotel. Doctor Sleep. Yeah, on.
0: they invite Ken Hat to the hotel. <laughs> they do. They <laughs> back to the hotel. <laughs> um, so but when, not for a while. When they.
2: Announced that Dr. Sleep was coming out as a book. Yeah. I was, and it was, you know, obviously a sequel to The Shining. Uh-huh. I was um, baffled. Baffled is the right word for sure because it's like,
0: how and why? Like, you know? Wait
1: a minute. Yeah. Well,
0: I think the reason, the main reason I was so baffled mm-hmm. by how or and why they would do it mm-hmm. is because I was imagining. An immediate sequel. Oh. Like yeah. immediately after what happened. Oh. But there's so many time skips and there's just a whole new story here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it was fine. Cause it's it this is less like to me this is less like a sequel and more like um the Skywalker story, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, in Star Wars, it's just a con- it's so. a continuation. <laughs> yes, a continuation of his of his story, right. his life.
2: Yeah, and I think it is very cool because we he gets he uh, immediately gets like the coolest friend ever, mm-hmm. who's very you know uh, sentimental to his situation. Thanks he to me- the shine, he meets Billy. Yeah, and and he basically hints later that he must have like a. Low-level shine.
3: Because he just has a good sense about good people. You yeah. Know? And so
2: Billy is a recovering alcoholic, and mm-hmm. so he introduces Dan to his AA club. Mm-hmm. And I'm a demon. Yeah. That, that's d- them up demon at the front the explaining. Exactly. Exactly. My name's Dan. I'm a demon. Imagine if we... Had an AA club, and, AD, and, yeah, AD, DA. <laughs> yeah, Demons Anonymous. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, um, Billy's cool as fuck, and he introduces Dan to all this stuff, um, and Dan meets uh, the AA guy. What is his name? Who's the actor that plays in Bruce Greenwood? Oh yeah. Um, the office that they meet in after the fact is the same office from The Overlook, where Jack Torrance first has his first interview. That's so cool. Oh it's really? The same fucking office, but it's just obviously not at the Overlook. Yeah, designed slightly different.
3: Uh, I thought that was a really cool touch. I thought it was crazy that Danny just like very blatantly gives his power away to a mm-hmm. random person like that, where he's like, "Oh yeah, no, your watch is." here it's on the, and it's like it's on how,
2: how are you there. gonna explain mm-hmm. that away dan yeah I know. <laughs> he's like yeah the kid with goebbels and he's like what are you fucking
3: talking
0: you don't even about? know what the fuck you're talking <laughs> yeah. about yeah i would be like are you fucking following me <laughs> what the hell is even that yeah <laughs> but like, you know what danny you need to go <laughs>
3: Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. But yeah, no, Billy's obviously such a great way for us to get the clean, the nice jump to an eight-year-later clean mm, right. Danny. We don't really need much more than that. That's yeah. where the story building is, in my opinion, incredible, is that I feel like as soon as we're introduced to Billy, we're like, oh, this is obviously a reliable person for him to lean on. You know? And I,
0: I like that right before that time skip, they very much imply that um, moving forward... Danny and Abra are going to be talking.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, so they're pen pals on a chalkboard in Dan's room.
3: That, mm. There's moments like that where I just feel Stephen King's writing, where mm. it's like, oh, and my last tenant drew a chalkboard on the wall or painted a chalkboard on the wall. It's like no one would think of that, but fucking Stephen King. Mm. I swear yeah. to God. As far as like a a writing, you know, uh, so something to have happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I I've always wanted to use
2: that chalkboard paint. I hear it doesn't work quite as well as a lot of people think or hope it would. Yeah. Like as Mm -hmm. that movie
3: describes it as when they obviously just brought in a chalkboard (laughs) and made it out to fit the ceiling and everything. Yeah, Yeah, for sure.
2: Um, but yeah, that's cool because then we get like back and forth with Abra Mm -hmm. and, um, also Dr. John played by Bruce Greenwood gives Dan a job as at the hospice. And so that's where we finally get the term Dr. Sleep. Mm. Uh, and it, it makes it understandable on why it's even called Dr. Sleep.
3: Yeah, where the name of the book comes from. Yeah. And I'm surprised that this didn't play a more integral role in the overarching point of the story. Once again, kind of feeling like Stephen King, mm-hmm. it feels like I'm sure the book mm-hmm. kind of takes a break halfway through, and we have this whole time period where we get the Dr. Sleep yeah. story.
2: I'm sure we don't damn, get the
3: eight years later in the book.
2: I'm sure we get so the much. This is eight years well, later. Yeah. There,
0: there's also, at this point in the movie... Uh, what, my favorite line in the whole movie is delivered and it's like a legit one of my favorite lines um, <laughs> <laughs> yes that's what it is <laughs> um, what's it called when the the director or whatever is asking him saying like um, fuck like are you are you afraid of being around people who uh, are dying right. and he says uh, we're all dying the world is just one big hospice with sorry I didn't mean to do it twice <laughs> yeah Say it again. Say it again. I'm he sorry. says we're all dying. The world is just one big hospice with fresh air. True. And I fucking love that line. Yeah, I love that line too. Dude, true,
3: true too. We're all dying, bro. Mm-hmm. It's a good line. TikTok um, on the clock. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
2: it's 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 also kind of weird. You know, Danny as Danny from The Shining. It's kind of weird. I I can't imagine the task that Stephen King had to do here, which is okay. Now write that little boy grown up you can't lean on any of the little boy stuff. Yeah. He has to be his own new man, new character. And I feel like there's a little bit of the beginning of Dan here where he's like struggling to not be an alcoholic, to not, You know, steal from dying, throwing up girls in their rooms, Mm -hmm. you know,
3: like, and they're Cheese It babies, and they're Cheese It babies, (laughs) (laughs) not peanut
2: butter baby in this one, it's (laughs) Cheese It baby. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, but it's just like, how do you turn that into a character that has desires and wants and motivations? And the movie does it by having Abra be the next sympathetic thing for Dan to be like. You can't do my thing. The MacGuffin. I, I don't want you to have to be traumatized by the shine and then fall down a steep hill of trying to negate the shine as hard as you can, you know? Mm-hmm. And and I don't know if Danny really gets his own humanity until like the very
3: end of the movie. True.
2: You know what I mean? No,
3: he is kind of a plot device. Throughout a lot of beginning of the movie, where he's just kind of going where the story needs him to go, exactly, and yeah. not so much where his maybe you know would naturally go on his
0: own. Because the <clears throat> the movie to me feels to be about Abra. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's yeah. an origin
2: story for Aberstone, exactly. You know? <laughs> While yeah. Dan like ties a knot on his trauma, ties a
0: knot <laughs> with the knot <laughs>
2: with the true knot.
0: <laughs> oh shit! He should just join the true knot. Honestly, <laughs> I mean that's
3: they wanted him to at some
2: point um hey so let's talk about baseball kid baseball kid so this is like the big inside Bradley yeah Bradley played by Jacob Tremblay right is
0: that the kid where what else is he in that's the kid from um that superhero movie right
2: is he in a super he's I think he's in the predator movie isn't he is it the predator movie
3: Tremblay the name sounds very familiar he was in Good oh, Boys. the Good boys. He was in
2: not Tommy Wiseau's oh, room, but okay. the other room.
3: <laughs> the, not, not the room, but room. Right. <laughs> Which that movie's actually pretty good. I've never seen it, but I've heard good mm. things. Um, it's
2: really fucked up and sad. He's also going to play Flounder in The Little Mermaid.
3: Dope. <laughs>
2: nice. But I could have swore he was in the latest Predator movie. Maybe I'm completely wrong. You're
3: fucking wrong, bro. Yeah, I'm You're completely really wrong. wrong.
2: You know who was in the... No, he is. He's in the Predator movie.
0: No. Yeah. 2018 The Predator. Yeah. So, never mind. I was right. He's but, in The Last Man on Earth. He's man, young I'm, candy. I thought he was in something else. You I thought he was in a
2: superhero movie?
0: No, I, I I think I'm thinking of another little kid, another little white boy. They all look the same.
3: Yeah, they all kind of look the same. For me. <laughs> but his shine is that it's he can funny. read Pitcher's minds. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, yeah,
2: the True Knot is on the hunt for him. Because they're starving. Yeah. It seems like The Crow...
3: Uh, crow he's like their I mean, I guess he's what they' like call their, their looker I he's mean, like was, their scouter, yeah mm-hmm. um, I'm curious like, if that's more fleshed out because they describe Andy as a pusher and they right. describe abra as a looker, so I'm curious yeah, I wonder if in the book it gives them all more of like relevant positions like that you know I mean
2: yeah look th- this this was this lady is part of the true knot, and her name is apron Annie, her? so she must cook or something
3: yeah. <laughs> Crow Daddy, uh, yeah. his name, real name's Daddy. Yeah, yeah. Crow Daddy,
0: Snake uh, Snakebite Andy, and there's Silent Sari, Barry the Chunk, <laughs> Diesel Doug, Short Eddie, Short Eddie.
3: <laughs> that guy
2: was the worst, dude. I love going and playing billiards at Short Eddie's. eddie's. But
0: don't you love Diesel Doug?
2: <laughs> yeah, dude. I get my car repaired at Diesel. Doug oh, see, I, Diesel yeah. Dugs. <laughs>
0: He's gonna say get a drink at Diesel Dogs and go play some pull short eddies. <laughs> and but he has he has a sign in the front and it says in no way related to Vin Diesel. You know, the, <laughs> the bouncer bury the
3: chunk and the bartender snake bite Andy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool that. place.
2: Uh, dude, true not I love hanging out at True Not. Anyway, um <laughs> yeah.
0: So oh what were you gonna say? I fe- I said I feel like that's a hookah bar. Yeah. yeah? <laughs> the true knot.
2: Or like a like a Panera bread or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, it seems like Crow either, he's their scouter to Mm -hmm. either get people to turn or get people to feed. He finds Mm -hmm. shine, you know, Mm -hmm. basically. And it's interesting because it seems like the the
3: movie very implied. He's their tracker. Yeah. Is it a little racist? A little bit. That he's like their, he tracks. Yeah. He talks to the wind. Yeah. He's He's like licking the ground and being (laughs) like, they went this way. Oh, the ground lickers! <laughs> I remember those Native Americans. During... Oh, he just has crows that tell him all the stuff. He's the crow daddy. <laughs> yeah, he's the crow daddy. <laughs> yeah. The crows just tell him all the stuff. He's like Odin. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's bad. Okay, I like him way better now. <laughs> Don't wear a seatbelt though. No, it doesn't he? Hate fucking hates seatbelts. Fucking Hates seat belts.
2: Um, No, but the movie implies that the shine is stronger when you're adolescent. Oh yes, it gets muddled down through no, I, adulthood.
0: I think it implies that it's more pure. Okay, like. Because Danny is arguable, arguably still very powerful. Yes. He's just you been suppressing it. Yes, exactly. Um, With whiskey. Yes, yes precisely. <laughs> and, and Cheez-It Babies. And Cheez-It so <laughs> all that So all that whiskey and Cheez-It Babies change the taste of his shine.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he eats too many Cheez-Its.
0: <laughs> the
2: Cheez-Its
3: fuck up his che- shine. I don't, I don't know why Cheese it Babies so funny to me. <laughs>
1: Oh, also, I really
0: like the fact that, like, well, I think it's kind of funny. The fact that when they die, they're just like, oh, yeah, just suck up old Grandpa Flick. Yep.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can tell there's a moment of sad before they're like, okay, now eat that shit because it's it's
2: wasted steam, if not. I think Flanagan does such a good job of playing the fact that these are people stuck in this lifestyle. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. They, they need it. Or they will die. Yeah.
3: They're crackheads.
2: They are high functioning crackheads <laughs> for sure.
3: And, well, and that's a, I think this movie is a, uh, the big underlying premise of mm-hmm. this movie is addiction and your yeah. battle with that. I mean, at the end of the day, Danny's struggles are with his alcoholism and the alcoholism of his father throughout yeah. the whole I mean, film. I mean, that is the true struggle. We're seeing mm-hmm. him with the overtone of like yeah. spooky ghosts, you yeah. know? Yeah. But exactly, same thing with the true not. There are people who have chosen this lifestyle that forces them to have to have this choice to and do there's this. There's no rehabilitation. Re Yeah, re Hillbilly Tation. Yeah, hill- yeah. <laughs> you're always a hillbilly. <laughs> yeah. you're never a hillbilly again. You can't be yeah. a hillbilly.
0: Yeah, like if you if you stop the hillbilly lifestyle, there's no going back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh um You know what they say the only way out of being a hillbilly is in a box. Oh in a and, box in Danny's head. And I don't give head. a shit. Um. <laughs> yeah but there's no
3: getting out of that shit there's no yeah. becoming a not vampire anymore you know it's I'm glad the
2: movie didn't do a scene where Danny like figures out oh this is who the true not is I'm gonna go to the library and look him up or you know and all oh, they've been around for ages and look at their this old you know scroll in a god bulb, that was been thing. so fucking
3: unnecessary yeah, Mike Flanagan was like fuck it shoot him
2: yeah well here's the thing dude H- the thing. hold on hold on I'm getting there because <laughs>
3: I, I mentioned this in a previous episode. Otherwise.
2: Yeah. Okay, but instead, he still does know because he he talks to Abra and he's like, um, "They these people are connected and they're rich as hell, and that must be true because they They'd have infinite forever. funds to drive nine, ten, Fly eleven places and stuff like yeah. that." Yeah, yeah. But they have like eleven RVs. They that own their whole own across, RV park yeah. across the country. And they have these high-tech canisters that hold shine? Since the 80s. How do they develop that? Yeah,
3: since, I mean, we see that they've had them since the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. it's like, fucking old technology. Um, And so Dan and Abra's
0: plan. Yeah, no, when, okay, when they kind of, like, trap them and stuff, I thought it was hilarious. Because he, um, what's it called? Danny asked, what's the other guy's name? Billy. 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 Danny asked Billy, that like, you still have those hunting rifles? Yeah. I s- broke out laughing, and I, I was like, oh, yeah, because, like, they got psychic powered but they can't survive guns. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so this is this place. Can't into... psychic my gun, okay? <laughs>
2: you can't. <laughs> my, psychic... <laughs> my gun ain't got no brain for you to fuck with, all right? and it guns don't kill people because they can't. They're not brainless. I kill people, but it yeah. go, and
3: it goes back to what Rose tells Andy just before in mm-hmm. the movie where she's like, "Did anybody tell you you're immortal? No, we said yeah. if you eat well, you live a really long time. That just means we live very long lives if we eat motherfuckers. That's all we said. So they're not bulletproof, you know?
0: Like... Exactly. <laughs> um, but Danny was a real gunslinger Hell
2: oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> truly okay so this plays into my favorite trope in movies which is gunfight shootout where in a movie that absolutely should not have one they all had nowhere. guns yeah.
0: everybody had guns <laughs> so everybody true. but
2: Abra had a gun so if you guys are listening shootout. to this episode and you haven't seen this movie there's this insanely excellent shootout
3: out of nowhere
2: out of nowhere <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Where like pause Dan... the ghosts. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking worry about ghosts for a minute. Cause Dan and Billy are gonna be in the high ground. They, they told,
0: uh, oh, oh this rules. is Star Wars rules. Star Wars fucking rules. <laughs> Ewan McGregor's like, I was in Star Wars. I know how to win this gunfight right Which now. Which one of these motherfuckers? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we don't have to go <laughs> to beat these guys. <laughs> so they're up in the
2: high ground with the hunting rifles, and they just shoot out the yeah. shiners. And the true knot uh, are uh, yeah, <laughs> true just gasping their last fucking Oh
0: god is that what that is? Yeah. Is that them? <laughs>
3: exactly. And then Rose is just off in the distance <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: oh, oh 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 stop oh, stop oh, oh
0: And then Abra wasn't actually there, right? No. Yeah. Cause no. She was in um, She was playing... She was with her father. Yeah. She was doing uh Luke Skywalker in the last Jedi rules. <laughs> yeah. Star Wars rules. She sure. oh. yeah. like see you later, kid. <laughs> Do you think Ewan McGregor taught her that? He was like, "Hey, I was in Star Wars." <laughs>
3: That's so much, there's so many Star Wars tropes. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Stop it, <laughs> Jedi mind. Powers? Wait a minute. Oh, oh yeah, man. that's what pushers are. They yeah. just Jedi's. Yep, that's true. The true not Jedi, Jedi rules. Jedis. The shine is just different
2: ways. Like uh, Michael Clark Duncan heals. That's what uh, Ray does. You so. described
3: his metachlorians at the beginning of <laughs> <Yeah>. this episode.
2: <laughs> I know. I've always thought of the shine as like fucking Star Jedi. Star Wars. The Force. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's a shootout and it's so dope and i remember in the theater this was loud as fuck there's guns firing it's very realistic gun fire sound yeah. the the lack of score mm-hmm. throughout a lot of this movie plays so fucking well into so much of it and i remember being on the edge of my fucking seat and mind you this gunfight happens after rose had already flown her physical ast- or her astral self out to um, out to Abra yeah. and mm-hmm. gets fucked up by Abra's mind palace, bringing it back to Dreamcatcher. True. Where they have these mind palaces where they keep all their thoughts and ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, So sick. The uh, memory warehouse. The memory warehouse. I
3: fucking love that scene, honestly, and exactly, because we don't Even at terrifying dude. We haven't seen Abra really be a threat. And so when we see her basically like, Hey, fuck you, get out of my head, you know, it's like, damn, that like we see her as something that is gonna obviously be an opposing force.
2: I like how Abra saw herself in her superpower form with anime hair yeah
0: (laughs) and no eyes
3: and she it was to change things around in the room and make it less recognizable but that's the only reason that it kind of confused me that when we get to the point that it's going to be the final conflict with rose who knowing she's the only one left and he's like i don't think we can face her on our own and i'm like i don't know rose seemed or, or fucking Abra seemed to kick her ass yeah and she has sucked in a bunch more steam but even still i feel like it was like a a very imbalanced fight even the mm. first time
2: you know so the third slash fourth act I feel like only happens because of um the movie needs to end well no not only that it happens for nostalgia so yeah, yeah. Mm, absolutely yeah, fair cause enough. you
3: know we're going back to the <laughs> remix these songs together yes
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it should be the boom 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 <laughs> um,
3: Oh man
2: yeah it's cool that uh we forgot to talk about baseball kid no let's go back to Bradley. oh baseball kid died yeah, yeah. they killed baseball kid, kid. and that part i remember gruesome it, it's kind of gut-wrenching. Yeah,
0: and Abra can see it the entire time. She's, like, feeling, feeling it yeah, from his point of view. Yeah. That's when Rose notices her and, Looking, like I was saying earlier, yeah. says, like, oh, we had a looker. Yeah, what which was the, is also a term. What was the I kid's guess. name
3: again? I'm sorry. Uh, re- Jacob Tremblay. Dude,
0: give Jacob Tremblay
3: a fucking Oscar for that shit. Because
2: <laughs> I think he won one for Room.
3: Really? Yeah. <laughs> give him one for this shit, because when he asks Rose if she's going to hurt him and she says yes, and he goes, Oh! I was like, fuck, that kid is terrified right now. Yeah, he's good. It's fucking G's. I'm like, mother trucker, dude. (laughs) That's him
2: whenever he gets stabbed. Yeah. (laughs) He just goes, mother trucker, dude. Mother
1: trucker, dude. Uh, Um, (laughs) so, (laughs) So
2: I couldn't help... So in the theater, that part was intense. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. It's and probably was, the most intense part of the I whole movie. I was still on the fence a little bit with the movie. I, w- I didn't know where the fuck this was going to go. Yeah. Um, but rewatching it this past time, which is only the second time I've ever watched it, I was Same. watching it on my iPad because it's on HBO at the mm-hmm. time of recording this. Both right. Shining and Doctor Sleep are. If you guys are listening to this and you haven't watched either of these, movies,
3: pause this shit right the fuck now. And I go think do you guys yes. should definitely watch both of these movies.
2: Um. Anyway, second time watching this, and Ab- Abra was screaming and, and, like, freaking out in the bed, and her parents were there. I couldn't help but cry a little bit. I shed a couple she's of like, tears. like, they
1: killed him. I mean,
2: yeah. like,
3: weeping, dude, it, it's, it's,
2: it's so good. It's fucking good. It is. Um, but that's the whole reason why Abra finally reaches out to her pen pal, who she must know has a strong enough power like her own. And decides that they need to go up against the True Knot. And then that's whenever Rose comes into her mind palace and she fucks up her hand. And Mm. Crow thinks that now that Abra has a good scent on Rose, she can't go to the shootout. Crow's like, hey, we're going to have a shootout. You can't go. Yeah, I've (laughs) got a feeling.
0: (laughs) Real quick, before that happens, um, Danny and Billy go and find Baseball Kid's right. bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they find the glove and need to take it to Abra. Yes. And, she's like uh, a bloodhound. Yes. And then Abra, at that point, needs to tell her dad yeah, what's going on. And then at that point, her dad's like, Which one of these motherfuckers? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's, he's like, Ewan McGregor is a pedophile. Yeah. He's like, well, you, She's 13. Can you yeah. give me some 411? I love I'll-
2: that All she has to do is touch her dad and telegraph the whole baseball kid thing, baseball boy thing. it's honestly horrifying and painful. (laughs) And so he's he's like, oh, fuck. And he's like, what do we do? And then they go inside. He's like, (laughs) in the theater, when he's trying to pour the Jack Daniels or whatever it is, the crowd went.
3: And they're realistic. laughing. They are laughing it's, their ass yeah, it's off. Like the scotch and yeah. it When he like offers it to the two out recovering alcoholics, <laughs> we're like, "No, thank you. Yeah. We're good." <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, yeah, and then the True Knot shootout. Uh, before Andy dies, Snake bite Andy. We forgot to talk about her at all.
3: Um, yeah, she's a pusher. She makes people do shit she wants. Yeah. She's the. She's a but.
0: She was cool because she was she was fucking with pedophiles. Yeah, True. that is cool. She's not like, fucking with them, right? But not right. like homies. We yeah. fucking, yeah. But
3: like, like I'm gonna fuck you up, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, for all we know, one of those guys' <laughs> wife name is Rhonda, and the, she can just be like, "Oh, mm-hmm. I got it for you, babe." You know, it's it's an R. <laughs> 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 She's carving R's into the. No, she isn't. She's carving two little fang marks. Oh, is that what it was? Uh, Okay, see, even easier. i am like, oh, I got bit by a snake.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Her name was Andy. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, she's 15, and she's luring uh, pedophiles out to meet her, and then she convinces them to go to sleep, and then she cuts snake bites into their cheeks, which is cool. And steals their money. Yeah, it steals their money. Uh, When it happened in the theater, I was like, yeah, that's
0: pretty dope. Cool kid, meato burrito. Mm. <laughs> Free, rock on.
2: Anyway, before she dies, because she also gets shot in the shootout. Oh, um,
0: dude, she makes Billy kill himself. Yeah, mm-hmm, she makes mm-hmm. Billy, and it happens so that fast, me out,
3: dude. Like, it, that's the one part of the movie that's not dramatic enough for me because yeah. it's literally completely scoreless, and it's just kill yourself, and you just kind of yeah, and then it's just, and then it's just over. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, we see girl, him he goes
2: no. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and then we see his body, and then it's like, all right, well, I got other shit to yeah. do now, so we're not even going to talk about
0: Billy ever again from that moment on. They, yeah, they but, I mean, that, of, yeah. It, it also kind of fits the trope of who Danny is. So I Billy. mean, he did go mute after a traumatic event, you know? True. So, I mean, he he does kind of struggle because you see him wanting to drink. Yes. You've seen him pick up a bottle and really want to drink it.
2: Yeah, especially when he goes back to... Um, Abra's
0: house mm-hmm. and her dad has been murdered by Crow. Exactly. Crow he picks kidnaps up, Abra. He picks up the bottle that the dad was offering them before, right.
2: and he takes it all the way back to his own room mm-hmm. and then smashes it against the wall. Um, yeah, it's 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 almost necessary storytelling and retelegraphing.
0: It was struggles. beautiful. That's yeah. that's what made me cry. Really? Yes, because I think he did a really great job acting.
2: Yeah. I mean, Ewan McGregor is a fucking bro.
0: I
3: think a, a lot of the acting in this movie is God tier, even from some of the lesser roles, exactly like the dad yeah. having to like freak out over the mm-hmm. reality that his daughter just implanted the most horrific shit into his brain, yeah. you know? One like, of
0: the best roles for me was the first old man that calls him Dr. Oh, Sleep. God. Yeah. That Honestly, was so good. Yeah. The second old man was kind of
3: goofy. He kind of made me giggle a little bit, but the first one was very I think nice. they both got me pretty good. The second mm-hmm. one is just that I, if he was dying that. Like that close to death, I feel like he wouldn't have been able to sing that good. But he like really gets into the song. He like really gets into it. He like knows all the words. I forget, yeah, like twenty minutes before you die, you can't sing. Yeah, you can't sing. It's physically (laughs) impossible. (laughs) I think what it is is um... He'd be
0: like falling into death though. (laughs) I think Ewan McGregor is giving them these feelings Uh, and emotions so they're pulling their
3: best memories to the surface, essentially. Yeah, it's like he's giving them a little bit more life. Yes. In that moment right before death. Do you think he eats their steam? He's like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, you know, His I don't. Steam. I think he I just lock them away. I think you have to be transformed to into do
3: whatever the true not are in order to even. Yeah, because look what it does to Andy when t- in order. That's how they transform. her. it's like fucking vampire rules. Drink, drink the blood. Yeah, oh. yeah.
0: you are um, a vampire. Um, but so I guess, um, I guess if there there's certain rules as well that we're not completely aware of. Mm -hmm. um when you die because some people seem to move on properly right and some people aren't able to yeah yes like she's a baby yeah, like cheese a baby. Cheese a baby stuck cheese a baby forever now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like mommy. Do you think the baby died because of Cheez-It?
3: Yes. No, exactly. That's my whole point. He gave a <laughs> an a baby Cheez-Its. It probably ate like 2 and then died, like choked <laughs> to death on the second Cheez-It in.
0: Oh, but you know what? <laughs> the the mother did say after she died, she said they're used to him crying, yeah. so they never noticed. Yeah. Yeah, that's you know? true because so, um, he ran out of Cheez-Its <laughs> oh, that, that's why he was crying oh so Ewan McGregor <laughs> did kill him because he didn't give him enough Cheez-Its he gave him like a half a bag of fucking I love how at first Kenny's argument is he gave a baby Cheez-Its and now it's turned to he didn't give him enough Cheez-Its that's why he's dead <laughs> the Cheez-Its were the problem
3: one <laughs> way or the other yeah, yeah. exactly
0: <laughs> I'm, I kind of have an appetite for cheese. You
3: know, there. I fucking love cheeses. cheese. It, like cheese life, rolls. rules. <laughs> that's like my go-to snack right now, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> cheese it the, rolls. They have the extra dude, toasty ones. Dude, They're like it's do rule. Oh yeah. fuck. <laughs> Mother trucker, <laughs> dude.
0: They fucking do, dude. Um but I love the idea the of extra toasty ones. Of of telling her Thank to you. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, we're finally getting to back
3: to the hot yeah.
2: We're Hold on, the, real quick. I want to go back to Dr. Sleep real quick. The whole era of him being Dr. Sleep. Because <laughs> Sleep. There's,
3: there's a cat.
2: <laughs> there's a cat that visits. And the As... cat has a shine. Yeah. Yes, the cat
3: has shine. Which is, that's like Steve King going into what are was like real, I don't know, myths, you know, of like oh, cats yeah. going and yes. sleeping with people right before they pass away. Is that
0: real shine in the real world? Who knows?
2: Yeah, who knows? Who knows? But, mm-hmm. um, Azzy. Azzy. Well, they,
0: people were thinking... They people have theorized that you're before you die, you kind of give off a scent. Oh, that's what people think it's poop, yeah, it's poop. It's, <laughs> it's, is poop. You're vacating your bowels, yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, but as Cats he, as he, knows, okay, this one's gonna be real bad news for my ass, Sorry.
0: for my ass, yeah.
2: Z, yeah, she, dying. she goes and she visits people in the hospice right before they die. And I love that for eight years, it seems like these two have been double-teaming these old people and been like...
0: <laughs> double-teaming these All old right, people. Time
2: for sleepies. Time for You know. I'm just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? <laughs> As he fucks, for sure. Um, and <laughs> and <laughs> so, yeah, I, I just love that idea. And they mm. also
3: call her an old cat. When we see her the first time, and then we see her eight years later, and that cat has not aged a fucking Dude, second. the first time we see her, she's- Movie magic, man. She looks a like kitten. Yeah. Yeah, she Dude. looks a little itty-bitty. It's like a silly old cat, and it's yeah. like, you mean newborn baby? And the old man's like, she's been telling people when they die for years. And it's like- It has to- Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, it's that movie magic. They really did a lot to make that <laughs> yeah. cat look younger. Because it took them over eight years to film this. You know, they had to start at the 80s, yeah. and- they didn't stop until 2019. Or it's like
3: boyhood. Yeah, they they actually did a real timeline. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, crazy. Uh,
2: but no, there's a point where Azzy goes into a room that's empty and and uh, fucking Ewan McGregor's like, silly old cat. Which Ewan McGregor played Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin calls Pooh Bear silly old bear. Silly old mm-hmm. cat. Um, anyway, they go into the room <laughs> and Dick Halloran's in there. And this is the last time we see Dick Halloran's spirit. And once again, Star Wars rules, it's like Yoda, he's like, ah, this might be the last time you see me. Or no, Obi-Wan does that. Yeah. And then Yoda just fucking disappears. Yeah, and, and then, then it's like not the last it. time we see him because then we see him in The Last Jedi, but
3: you know, that's he's like, ah, true. I got you. Yeah. And we see him all partying at the end of <laughs> Return of the Jedi, too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: he, he's like,
2: yeah. Um,. but yeah Dick Halloran goes in there and he's like
3: hey you got some unfinished business to do and
2: I thought that was cool I thought that it was cool that it was
3: bro go do your fucking job yeah like, I did this shit, and look, I was a fucking cook at a hotel, yeah. and then your bullshit killed me. Your yeah. your dad put an axe in my chest, so the least you can do is help this little He's girl.
0: like, uh, it's not like I'm coming around bothering you, am I? Yeah. He's like, fucking He's like, get your <laughs>
3: ass Yeah.
0: And you <laughs> remember, Gregor's like, actually, Dick, you kind of are coming around and bothering me. <laughs> sure. Um, I thought you were, like, in heaven or something. He almost put go his go ass back. in a box. <laughs> go back. <laughs> <laughs> what if he did? What if he just locked him away in a box? He's like, that's enough of that When guy. he first saw him. yeah. <laughs>
2: he like open the box. He's like, "Whoa, Doc, not yet."
0: And he just does it anyway. <laughs> I'm done with this old man. Thanks for teaching me new tricks.
3: But he mentions that he had seen him eight years ago, which was when he told him, "Like, you got to put
2: that money back."
3: Uh, oh, that's right. For okay, she's a baby. That's right. She's okay. a baby. Because I kind of had forgotten. I was like, I remember I was seeing him when he's a little kid. But when did we had we'd seen him eight years prior? But yeah. You fucking, you got my ass. <laughs> she's I a love memes. <laughs> I love cheese it dude.
1: Um.
2: Okay, and so the last like couple of things that we need to talk about right before we go back to the hotel um, is you uh, and McGregor Dan takes over Abra because she's like mm-hmm. too suppressed. I fucking drugs, love that part. And he controls Crow controlling the van, mm-hmm. and Crow's not wearing a seatbelt, and he goes
3: shooting out of the. And van. Abra's wearing like seven.
2: Yeah, <laughs> um, very cool. Mm-hmm. And it's. It's, once again, scoreless whenever Abra gets out of the car and walks up to Crow's body as he's, like, disintegrating in the headlights.
3: Um, I love that both Crow Daddy and Rose the Hats introductions to Danny, they both get him referred to as just the guy that killed their friends, you yeah, know? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm the guy who killed your friends. It's like, damn, what a badass. You know? Know. Instead of being like, hi, I'm Danny. <laughs> <laughs> what if we found out that Billy got all of the shots and Dan didn't shoot? <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the truth. <laughs> That's why Billy looks so frustrated During the gunfight He's like looking over at Danny Like are you gonna fucking hit One of them right now?
0: (laughs) Danny's not even shooting his gun He's just going Pew pew (laughs) He's making laser sounds He's like this is what we did On the set of Star Wars Pew pew (laughs) Pew That was Yoda jumping around all float. He's like, I got the high ground. That's the rules. That's all. Yeah, that's all I know. That's all We're gonna win, right? Just, just wait for them to try to jump over us. He's like, get
3: a mannequin. I mean, Billy,
0: <laughs> fuck, what are we filming?
2: <laughs> oh oh, boy. oh, oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Mother
1: trucker, dude.
2: Uh, but yeah, now I'm we go. Uh, now we go back to the hotel. Danny goes to and gets Abra. And they go back to the Overlook Hotel. <laughs> That's where I'll stop. It's pretty good. It is good. Paul Damien, when we were doing the Shining episode, you were like, ah, they don't have to go back. I don't want them to go back. Mm-hmm. You did end up enjoying this.
0: They fucking, yeah. bro. They, no, I I enjoyed they it. They go back. But with that being said, it was literally just for nostalgia. It's for, it's fan service. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It was just because they were like, remember that place?
3: Yeah. yeah. You gotta remember that place, right? And going back to the fact that he's like, we can't defeat her. We need something stronger to defeat her. I'm like, I don't know. Y'all are both pretty fucking powerful. I'm pretty sure if the two of y'all tried your best, y'all could beat her on your own. She got all shined up. man. We'll get the big mean hotel to beat her up for you. You know, (laughs) she got all
0: shined up.
3: Was a backfire because basically (laughs) their plan or Uh, Dan's uh,
0: literally a backfire. I don't.
3: I the thing is, is I think at the end of the day what happens at the end was always Dan's plan. Yeah. The fact that those containers were yeah, never a- even Dan's if, plan. I
2: bet you you're right. Like Abra and him could have taken her on their mm-hmm. own, but I guess. Okay. So how about this? If Dan dies, do all of the spirits in his boxes get released?
0: Yes. I think they all also
3: die with the overload, but they line. were
0: also already released. So, and they yes. don't die with the Overlook, yes, because oh, they're shown up at see, the yeah. end. Anyway, so that's true. what I'm trying
2: to get to. If we're playing by these rules that aren't spoken, yeah, then he thinks that the only way to kill those spirits that he's holding
0: onto in those is boxes is to destroy the hotel. Is to destroy himself in the hotel. And uh,
2: so I guess
0: I don't know if he really believes that's going to destroy the spirits. I think he I does. think I think he does too. Well, no, I think he believes it's going to destroy. The hotel. Because if it if it was going to destroy the spirits, then he would also believe it's going to destroy him completely. You know what I mean? And I, I think he understands oh, that he's still going to be around. Yeah,
2: he's going to be force ghost right. after this.
0: yes.
3: I don't know if he knows that. He never really indicates that he knows that he will move on from his final moments in, the,
0: in well, he, the overlook, you know? He always says, you know, it doesn't end after you die, you know? Yeah. That's true. So, I mean, I would very much imagine that the way I saw it mm-hmm. is that the Overlook is still something that haunts him. Yeah. And so him destroying the Overlook had more to do with his overall arc as a character right? than having to destroy a bunch of monsters. Yeah. You know? So I, I think it was more just him, him coming full circle. Yeah, he's
2: tying his
3: own knot.
0: Yes, exactly.
3: Yeah. But I absolutely love the bar scene with oh. Jack Torrance. Oh, my Torrance. God. I think it's such so a great, great. I mean, like once again, you're right for nostalgia's purposes. But going back to the fact that at the end of the day, this movie is about alcoholism and that yeah. issues. Uh, I feel like that is such a powerful scene for anybody who's ever struggled with alcoholism with a parent who also struggled with it. You know, yeah. it's oh like that God, conversation dude. you could never have about you know their dependency now leaning on to you. You know, yeah. and I it, really want to
0: watch just that scene again. It's
2: so fucking good. Um and I know Jack Torrance. Oh, oh go ahead. Go. I was just gonna
3: say. I know it sounds silly, but something. I love about it just from someone who's worked in a lot of restaurants is that they pour a, a realistic amount of whiskey into yeah. the glass. Mm-hmm. Movies do such a bad habit where they're like, here, have some whiskey and they pour like a the fucking, like a ridiculous amount of
0: yeah. Yeah, dr- liquid into the glass. This they pour like, like more than half the glass. This, yeah. They
3: literally have a shot stop and it's like a perfect little just like, you know, shot at the bottom of the glass each time he pours it. And I, That was just, I know it's silly, but I they fucking like They did that in The Shining it. too. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think in The Shining it's also pretty, pretty spot on.
0: They're, give me a double and they give him like a triple or five times (laughs) what it should be yeah
2: um jack is is being reprised by henry thomas okay who is elliot from et
3: oh yeah
2: neo i don't know if he acts very much but the fact that he came to he's i i love the the idea that he is a child actor that came to be the father of a child actor in a sequel yeah. you know what i mean like it's just kind of like this weird like set of rules he
3: was a child in a movie from the 80s and now he's playing the adult of a child from the 80s Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Very popular movie with a child yeah <laughs> it's, it's a weird meta yeah.
2: <laughs> for show but he does a great job and and though he doesn't really get a whole lot of jack nicholson's affectations except for a
0: couple of instances got the hair? oh my That's god there was a couple of times when he said medicine. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Perfect.
2: Yeah, I know. I know. And and I kind of liked that it almost seemed like Flanagan wasn't like, hey, you got to do this exactly like Shelley Duvall or yeah. exactly like Nicholson. Um, instead, they were like, you can work on it as much as you can. Get the
3: spirit of it, but make right. it your own. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Dude,
2: um, that,
0: f- that fucking monologue he has. Yeah. It's beautiful.
2: It's a good scene and i think it's mm-hmm. worth absolutely
0: going back to the hotel
2: back to the hotel
0: i feel like you you want to have the button <laughs> <laughs> like, i, I want to have it. it on my
1: self
2: do it
0: <laughs> back, to, back, <laughs> to, back back to the hotel uh uh get it. get it
2: yeah it's it's awesome um, he yeah, refers this... to himself as Lloyd, mm-hmm. which is the previous bartender. But even.
0: Say? Right. No, I was just saying, this is around the time that they tell her.
2: Yeah. 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 Just in their
3: brains, though.
2: Yeah. They don't even tell her. Abra's out front in the car that's still running the entire fucking time. I mean, I would do the mm-hmm. same. True. Yeah. <laughs> I've slept in my
3: car for like six hours with running fucking it. <laughs> it's fucking cold, bro.
2: Yeah, yeah true. It is. It's snowing. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, Rose the Hat is on her way to the Overlook Hotel, and she doesn't know what the fuck she's getting herself into which is Mm. also cool because we have this antagonist throughout this whole movie that then has to deal with the antagonist from the previous movie.
3: Yeah. I mean, it is kind of a classic trope of like, take one monster and throw it at the other, you know what I mean? But Mm. it's something that like, unless you really saw that they were going to, um, it's a surprise, you know what I mean? That like that is going to be the final thing for her to fight, you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, I I like it because um, there's an... An anime, Bleach. Oh, yes. Um, and You watch their... Bleach? Yes. You're what? A ble- you're yes. a Bleach guy. I'm a Whoa, Bleach head. Damn. Total bleach I had head. no idea. <laughs> do you uh... also do the
3: Tide Pods? Or just bleach. Just bleach. Oh, okay, um, that's like the next gen. It was yeah. bleach, and then it became. I'm talking pods, about right? like
0: <laughs> enemas. Bleach enemas. Ooh, um, oh, no. bleach my asshole. Well, I mean, because it's like brown. <laughs> okay, this one's gonna be real bad <sighs> news for my ass. Well, like good news for my ass. Fuck. What was it? Oh yeah. <laughs> they um, there's a a trope later on in the anime where one of the main antagonists like they can't sense his power. Uh huh. And it's because he's so much more powerful than them that they can't even perceive how powerful he is. And so that's how I imagine that's I, I imagine that's why she can't Rose can't sense the the overlook. The overlook. Yeah. She can't tell that it's spooky. <laughs> until she gets there you know what i mean yeah because it's so much spookier than her yeah for she's sure. like i'm spooky but it's like super spooky and, and
3: yeah. it, it, the biggest part of its threat is still locked up in danny's brain right in that sense you know it's yes. more of just like the empty vessel to the evil that he's holding inside of him
0: it, really the only soul that's locked there is his father and himself
2: no. oh you know and and uh <sighs> and wendy and we see at the very, very end. true. Um, but hold on, hold on. So how do you guys feel about the idea? Obviously, we've been talking about it this whole movie or this whole episode, but that th- there is nothing physical that Danny uses to lock up these souls. They're just in, in his brain. Hid. Irish guilt. You said it. Yeah. <laughs> how- <laughs> do you guys think that that's fucking sick or do you wish that there was uh, like a totem or a token? No, I think that's perfect.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think we see love it.
3: that everybody's shine is strong in a different way in that right. kind of sense. And I think that is Danny's power, is that he's able to like be like a prison you know, like a prison guard or yeah. something. You know what I mean? He's the a warden in that what, sense that he can so look like, what would
0: he is
2: he a looker as well? You know, yeah. I don't know if he if he fits any
3: certain designation. He, yeah, he's probably kind of just but like a I don't Rose, think
0: his what what would she be? She's a looker.
3: They describe well, Abra as a looker. And then Rose, same thing, I think, is kind of like maybe Danny, where she's kind of just like a. Oh, like a jack of all trades.
0: Oh, that's true. Because Rose can push and look Mm -hmm. and. Okay. And make sleep. And make sleep, yeah.
2: Um, And make poop. Danny is like Mm. a death dealer true uh but what I was trying to say I don't think Danny has a memory warehouse oh yeah I think he just he, has the maze where he keeps the boxes
0: he does have a memory yeah that's his memory warehouse
2: yeah but that's all he keeps
0: that more, but that's, his, that's more the like a trauma warehouse <laughs> that's a representation of his mind
3: yeah. okay you okay know? so you and that's all the, he has to keep somewhere that. in all that snow there's some old cardboard boxes with some like <laughs> memories about learning how to ride a bike or yeah. something it's yeah. probably <laughs> the
0: the hotel and the maze is his mind, mm-hmm. you know.
2: Um, the abra fights Rose the Hat in the memory warehouse. Yeah, yeah in, in Danny's maze. mind, uh, and she
0: does it in her memory warehouse. Then she goes into Rose's memory warehouse, right? And they yeah. also go into Danny's. Yeah, they have which the, is badass, the Knife fight there. Which I was really hoping that somehow, when they were in the maze, I was really hoping that somehow. That was actually the Overlook Hotel's oh, memory warehouse. And I was ugly. like, dude, I hope they're in the hotels, essentially, like, mine, Yeah. That would have
2: been badass. I like the idea, though, that a place can shine without having a mind.
3: Yeah. Yes. That's how I feel about Dairy, you know, or, like, yeah. any mm-hmm. of them. these places that shine. Um I feel like we talked about another one, I mean, I think the dark tower probably being like the center of it all in that sense, you know, yeah, but I like the idea of places that shine not so much as people or mm-hmm. things that created in it, you know, yeah, um, do you think we all have a
2: low level shine? We just don't know, yes, yes, I think probably everybody do you think does. deja vu is like a like a shine dude, mm-hmm. I have
0: so much fucking deja vu dude all the time, I have so much fucking i'm Jesus. probably I'm probably a wizard in all honesty i like used to have a lot joke.
3: of premonition dreams and i think i've just worn it down with drugs and alcohol at this point and so well, i've definitely danny torrents to myself
0: to where i'm <laughs> like my shit don't work well like if we follow like a lot of like storytelling rules because you're ginger you're probably the protagonist Ooh, oh true. you're yeah. probably the main character or the love interest or the th- love interest yeah. i also have three nipples so yeah i Ooh. God gives you everything. Huh? I just, I just got it <laughs> all, man. I'm just gonna say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? <laughs> That's what God said when He made me. Yeah, He's <laughs> like, put a little third nipple right there. Man. Hell yeah, fucker. He broke the mold when He made this one. Oh, oh, fucker. Fucker, fucker. All the, God, all the angels were like, oh.
3: <laughs> when I rolled out. Yeah.
0: You think yeah. Uh, God was like, it was like He was making a pizza and He threw just one too many pepperonis. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> That was you receiving your third <laughs> nipple. <laughs> yeah, ah, that kind of hurt.
2: Um, yeah, so they fight Rose. Um, Danny unlocks all the boxes.
3: And I, I was going to say, the Grady that we get for this movie is incredible. He looks yeah. just like the guy from the fucking 80s film. Yeah. I was like, damn, that guy looks awesome. Oh, no,
0: he looked perfect. Yeah. Do we see Dogface? Did we get him? No? no, we didn't get him. I think that was a bit too much. They didn't want a rapper in the movie, you know?
3: You know dog face. What uh, is dog face? Yeah, I don't really, is that I mean, your favorite rapper? You know, dog face color? Yeah.
0: yeah. You know, mid you you sized sedan? <laughs> yeah, mid sized sedan. You know, it's his partner. Oh, right. Another Stephen King Dogface <laughs> Dog face and mid sized sedan? Dude. They used to be in the Wu Tang Clang. <laughs> the Wu Tang Clang? Is yeah. that what you said? <laughs> Wu Tang Clang? <laughs> Mother um, trucker! Um, I love it.
2: Uh, I like it. Anyway, yeah, they didn't put dog face in there for whatever no reason. No dog face. Um, but, yeah,
0: they the
2: ghosts eat uh, rose, the hat. rose the Hat.
0: Oh, dude, that was terrifying when they were fucking sucking her up. Well, oh, they, like, stick their hand into her skin and yeah. stuff. It was yeah. like, damn, what is this, the mummy? When they were sucking her up.
2: Yeah, there's two parts of this movie that I think, especially here in this last 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. You could
0: really say she was running out of steam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry.
2: No, but I I wish just moved a little bit fucking faster. Yes. Yeah. And that's when Rose and Abra are fighting in Danny's maze. Yeah. And then when Danny is half turned by the hotel to chase Abra. And I
3: we wish- get the classic like one leg running yeah. like Abra.
2: Yeah
0: like I wish... where's my son it's, do you where's think my, like, Abra? you think it's because the hotel doesn't know how to fucking walk yeah. i'm a demon <laughs> yeah He's actually like, oh, i've only been standing here yeah. for a hundred years just, so i don't know how to move forward it's
3: broken its left leg so much it <laughs> just can't use it yeah. or right leg yeah.
0: whichever
2: leg um yeah and so danny gets turned by the overlook um once again feeding into my idea that Danny doesn't really have so much character of himself mm-hmm. and that he's easily twisted and manipulated. But then um Abra convinces him to break out break and out take control. It and it's very evident that they do it in room 237 because Abra, I think Abra has to take on Bathtub Ghost herself, Bathtub Lady herself. So Danny can stray off the overlook for just that much little longer
3: yeah she like takes on some of the
2: burden herself yeah i think that's what the representation is so uh, even though it never says that or uh, until like the very end kind of implies that somehow bathtub ghost is still around that's my uh look at it
3: and so one thing i was a little curious about is that in it's just wondering our own accuracy in these events is that in our shining episode you talked about how you thought in the book they destroy the overlook by destroying the boilers, but yes. obviously that's how we see the destruction of it in this movie. So I'm curious how that works in the Doctor Sleep book as far as if the Overlook was destroyed. I don't
2: know, I don't know if the Overlook's even in, in the Doctor book.
3: Oh, okay. that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. You maybe it has a completely different ending on how all of these sequences happen. Which
0: I would have been fine with that too. I would have been happy with the movie whether they went back to the hotel or not. I'm gonna read it, I'll let y'all know. Oh, I'm gonna read Look, it too. No, I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read I, it. I already read it. I've. I'm. Um, I'm reading. Um, it right now. honestly. I'm probably not gonna read it. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> um,
2: but yeah, much like the ending of the first book, they blow up the boiler room, and that's Danny. Danny says goodbye to Wendy in the boiler room. And beautiful, beautiful. That moment. actually
0: also made me cry. Yeah,
2: that that's made, a tear jerking moment. That as made me fuck. cry for sure mm-hmm. because it's
0: jerking just, tears out of me. You know what I'm saying. <laughs>
3: It's just so well done. And we didn't really talk on it, but we get the moment where Danny talks about his mother's death and how mm-hmm. he has this ability to see the black flies whenever someone's getting close to death and how he and couldn't, they can't oh, sing that, anymore. he couldn't even yeah, and they can't <laughs> sing anymore. They lose their singing voice because all the flies stay yeah. in your throat, yeah. you know? <laughs> so
0: that's and that's what he did with the old man. He like shooed all the flies away from his throat. Yeah, so and, he could sing so Frank could sing. one more exactly. time. Yeah. anyway but yeah, yeah and what was he saying he was like i can fly yeah yeah fly away because yeah. all the yeah, flies are, the are gone fly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the flies go away so that's basically what you're saying please flies flies go away yeah, exactly. <laughs> fly away flies, fly away <laughs> um
3: but i feel like that added some emotion to me for that final moment when we do get to see him finally getting to see wendy again and you know it's like this beautiful moment where they just get to like look at each other you know mm-hmm. being like oh we're finally together in this horrible place again. So, I just... Yeah, exactly. Tear jerking. Very good. Um, uh, yeah, it's very
2: good. After that, Abra is talking with Dan in her room. Hmm. Dan now being Forrest Ghost Dan. Um, mom walks in, like, who are you talking to? She's like, oh, nobody. And then she's like, I lied. I was talking to Dan. He's fine. Daddy's fine, too. Um, and then, I'm a demon. Uh, the, the mom... She nods, and then she goes downstairs. Uh, and then there's Bathtub Ghost. Which is kind of like full circle yeah. for the
0: movie. Right. Abra's mm. going to be an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> so at one point, at the beginning of the movie, we see Danny go do some freaky stuff with the Bathtub Ghost. Yeah. And then now we see Abra do it as well. Honestly, if I was Abra and I saw that fucking bathtub ghost, I'd be like,
2: I botched that one. (laughs) Oh, that's a botched job. (laughs) If I saw. We didn't do shit.
0: And I was Abra, I would (laughs)
3: have.
0: And then we would have gone. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, I, I wanted you to let it ride. Oh, you sure? uh, I thought that was a cut yeah. it. <laughs> I, it even looked like you mouth cut it. <laughs> <laughs> I said, let it ride. <laughs> cut it. <laughs> um, yeah.
2: Uh, and then they play the song, of course, at the end of The Shining. Back to the Hotel. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> it was a good film. I really enjoyed it. I'm so glad you did Paul um, I'm gonna give it a bunch of spooky chess Ooh, how many? A bunch A bunch, A okay. bunch of spooky, I don't know how many ghosts A hotel's worth, worth. A hotel's <laughs> worth of spooky chess
2: Okay, I'm gonna give it, uh, uh, five out of five Because it's a good, movie a fucking movie. great movie I'm gonna give it, a, Make sure you
0: write that down Give it a okay. eight,
2: an eight-year chip <laughs> An eight-year chip? Yeah,
0: like a oh, uh, Like the alcoholic Like the alcoholic, yeah Eight-year, eight-year clean chip Oh, job, that Danny. that
2: scene where he's talking about his dad. Oh, dude,
0: that was that was good. Dude, yeah. there's like
3: five incredible monologues in this movie, and that's it's like I was like, awesome. I don't have a dad, but that's a good one, man. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't get it, but I get it. <laughs>
1: daddy chill.
3: <laughs> hungry, daddy, hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. That was the,
0: daddy chill.
3: This is the
2: overlook. Whenever it sees Danny, <laughs> hungry, daddy, hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry.
0: I don't have a
1: daddy. Daddy. Ch-
0: I don't have a daddy. <laughs>
2: Okay, cool. Uh, uh, um, uh, Happy New Year, everybody.
0: Yeah, go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go New to sleep. Year's is in a couple of days.
3: Yeah, get all... Uh, you missed the... Mary Chrysler. <laughs> so now we're on to fucking New Year's. And 20... this also
2: wraps up Kingmas for us. I know.
3: It's over. God, Fuck Stephen King now. I hate him.
2: <laughs> I hate you. Uh, Stephen. Uh, honest to God, The Shining and Doctor Sleep are maybe two of my absolute favorite stephen king movies
3: some of my favorite movies period
2: and i I mean and you have to give it up to to kubrick and flanagan for uh doing it this way because even though they may not be so much like the books they are still so much Mm -hmm. fun on their own and and just so interesting to see how these people deal with these superpowers in this
3: way i got it and give it up to mike flanagan for really being able to do this incredible juggling act that is this movie that once again had to satisfy two very different audiences that had incredibly different expectations for it and i mean just the fact that he was like pan shots just do a bunch of pan shots just (laughs) a lot of tracking shots and it'll be just kubrick enough to be you know a visual uh sequel to kubrick's but it still feels like a movie that would have come out in the last 10 years you know I also got to say the trailer does
2: not do this movie any favors at all because it looks, I'm not going to lie, Rose the Hat looks dorky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not sold on her being an antagonist until I see her in action and see everything that the, the true not do. Especially when baseball boys involved. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it.
3: Yeah, we didn't talk on Rose the Hat too too much, but the actress that plays her is incredible, yeah, and Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah, and does such an incredible job of being horribly intimidating uh, when she well, needs to be. You know. Yeah.
0: Um. I I very much agree, but I I also agree with Ian. Like when we first meet her, I don't see anything scary about her. Mm-hmm. Like when she's talking to the little girl Violet, she kind of says something like, you know. The hat. She said something about the hat and it being a part of her name. Yeah, I was like, was she fucking like the Mad Hatter, like, the Cat in the Hat, or some <laughs> yeah. shit? Like, I just didn't care. Yeah, you know what I mean. I know.
2: Yeah, me too. Uh It's just a little dorky. Mm-hmm. It's a little. It's a little. D- it's
0: like, King, like King, yeah, you know, his, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like honestly, you should might as well just give her a fucking fedora. I don't give a shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she could
3: should be called the lie. Dark Woman.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I remember the hat being much bigger. Uh, in the movie theater. So I'm glad when upon this watch, it's not. It's so like big.
0: super tight. It's like a yeah. normal top hat. I thought yeah. it was like
2: a big ass top hat. Mm-hmm. I remember it being like just, Mad Hatter ass yeah. top hat. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, movie rules. Movie fucking rules. It, it breaks a lot of conventions in structure and in how the antagonistics or the antagonisms. Like, uh, I, I can't talk right now. But yeah. how 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 the antagonists. Are at
3: odds with mm-hmm. an They're, equally powerful force, and I really like that a lot. <laughs> it's rare that we get a movie where both sides feel pretty much equally at odds the yeah. whole time.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of uh, movie roles, um, don't forget this had a lot of different movie roles, uh, mainly Star Wars, Star Wars, and Monsters Inc., Monsters yes. Inc., <laughs>
2: Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, Trap right. the Ghosts in the Box. Yeah, that's. Don't cross your streams. Don't be afraid yeah. of no ghosts. Yeah. 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 Who are you going to call? Uh, uh, Dan, Dan Torrance. <laughs> Dan Torrance, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who are you going to call? Dr. Sleep. Who are you going to call?
0: <laughs> Ghostbusters. Who are you going uh, right? to call? Dick Halloran. No, you're going to call Rose. At
1: the hotel. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, may they rest in peace. Um, but yes uh, thank you guys for listening rate and review us wherever you guys get podcasts Uh, follow us on Instagram that's going to be in the show notes below and um, I think Kenny let's just go back or let's go well that hit the spot alright yeah (laughs) we're going back to running
3: it's like triple double flip double, double double chip Double chip, double trip, yeah. double chip, chip, it's like triple-double flip, let a cover double chip. Double chip, double trip, double yeah. chip, chip. it's like triple-double flip, let a cover double chip.
0: I'm just goofing.
1: goofing.
0: Well, that hit the spot.
1: I botched that one. Oh, that's a botched job. Which one of these motherfuckers? Oh, Oh, oh! I don't give a shit. Oh, where is my son? Oh, the N word. Can you? Can you? I've abandoned my child. Do not, do not. I love me. Do not.
2: I love him. Oh shit, that's what's up.
1: Shut the hell up, bitch. Do not. No. no. <laughs> Mother trust <Mother>. jeez. <laughs> jeez. Fucking shit.